Hello and welcome to Spawned, a common sense and hopefully fun discussion on parenting and parenting culture. Hey, I'm Kristen Chase. And I'm Liz Gumbiner. We're the co-founders of CoolMomPicks.com. And today's show will be a little different than normal because we are recording live in the studio with our guest, Robert Wilder. We'll be talking about love, romance, and Valentine's Day and other sexy things. <laughs> and because we're live, we're not allowed to mess up or if we do, you're going to hear it. So if I talk about... Jason Timberlake and Justin Timberland and all these made up people like you're going to hear it. The jig's up Liz everyone's <laughs> going to know it. that you know no one's names and then of course as always we will close out our show with our cool picks of the week and we're actually going to answer some questions from our readers that we got on Instagram and in our Spawned Facebook group Yes. So, okay, let's talk about our fantastic guest who, now let me just say this, we have not had many repeat guests on Spawned, remember? He is only our second, third guest. What does that mean? Our second, third time guest. I think, has he been on before? Yes, twice. Really? Yes. I didn't didn't remember. Yes, our second, third time guest. Wow. And they were both men. Besides James Breakwell. I know. But I think we're going to have KJ Delantonio back. We're going to get some more third time guests. But I'm just saying, we we have a thing for like funny author dads. I guess so. Okay. Well, perfect. It's Valentine's Day. All right, well, let's talk about Rob. (laughs) So he is, as we said, a third time Spawned guest because we just love his work. He's the author of two critically acclaimed books of essays, Tales from the Teacher's Lounge and Daddy Needs a Drink, as well as a debut novel, Nickel. He has published essays in publications like Newsweek, Details, Salon, Parenting, places I've never heard of. Have you heard of those things? Yeah, they're so small. He's even been a commentator for NPR's Morning Edition. (laughs) I've heard of that, too, just like vaguely, I think. (laughs) It rings a bell. But his latest project is lead writer for Meet Cute, an entertainment company which is producing short-form audio rom-coms that you can hear on your podcast app starting actually today. Yeah, Today we are breaking the news. Woohoo! And I feel like I read somewhere that you have two master's degrees, Rob, so I feel like you're very educated on all the things and you're going to speak for all men today. Right when it comes to Valentine's Day, absolutely. I got. I have. Uh, I have the license. I had to go to the DMV to speak for all men. It just says all men on it. So I've, got, I've gotten full approval. But thank you for thank you for saying that. that. Could, you know, you could put that on your LinkedIn, like lead writer for Meet Cute and speaker for all men. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. men would really like that. I'm sure. I'm sure everyone <laughs> would really like that. Well, Matt, men don't just like to speak for women, it turns out. <laughs> Can you tell we have a little wine today? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Hold listeners. on. Put your hand out. Yes. We're touching each other yes. on our hands. Yes. Yeah. We're, we're like high-fiving. I don't know if you can hear it, but I'm we're gonna that close. I'm going to close my eyes. <laughs> it's really not that interesting. Because usually we're in our closets, and today... Alone. Alone in our alone closets. Alone in our and closets. we're all together in a studio, which all right. is so fun. So let's get started. We're yeah. talking about Valentine's Day. It is Valentine's Day, and I just want to talk about this day in general. So Rob, Liz, me. Kristen. Are you a Valentine's Day fan? This and is a very polarizing ever... holiday. Yeah, it is. People have strong feelings about Valentine's Day. Do you? You know, it's evolved, I think. I think when I was younger, you know, those like prefix rented tuxedo sort of events were really off-putting and awful. Um, like junior proms? Yeah. What is a rented tuxedo event? <laughs> like junior prom, but also when I like when I was in my 20s, there was a big thing like in New York, especially to go to those oh, prefix. Oh, like the MoMA gala Or for even like 30s. restaurants you would stay until they had like bring in a band through the kitchen at the end. And, like, <laughs> yeah, we were in balloons. the fancy 20-something crowd 400 years ago yeah. in New York yeah, City. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was that was unfortunate. And then, you know, and then obviously we talk about like uh, a lot of your Valentine's Day stuff focuses on your kids yeah, for now, a period. For sure. But since I sold my kids, uh, <laughs> I don't really have to do that anymore. But now you have more money for chocolate. <laughs> that's right. But, but what I like now, I think it's fun to try to do stuff that's a little non-traditional, you know. I think it's a little more fun than trying to you know so you still celebrate like you still go on dates and you yeah still... yeah and i i do stuff like um he celebrates by going on a podcast yes <laughs> he's like a lady bye right. honey i'm going to williamsburg to well, meet with liz and Kristen, who i'm not married to today that's i don't bye. see the hot tub you guys promised but i'm sure it's on the roof <laughs> oh, there, here somewhere there is there's one out back so yeah so I, I i like i still do valentine's day stuff but i try to make it a little more interesting you know like what? Like yeah, I, you I can't, can't you not can't follow just, up yeah, you, on that. Yeah, okay, so okay, on. so I'll give you. So 
I, as you know, I like to cook. Maybe remember mm-hmm. that from the, the, you recommended a crock pot as a cool pick of the week. I did. I was I did recommend <laughs> I a cock, crock pot. Uh, <laughs> we used to use that as an example for guests. Remember, because yeah. people would be nervous. They'd be like, "What do we do?" You know, for our cool pick of the week, and we're like, eh, "Don't worry, some guy picked a crock pot. You're fine. <laughs> You're totally fine." I like to be the end of the joke. Uh, so, but now you know it's really fun if you like to cook. Is uh, I'm really into like making menus, so I cook, but I make menus with that has the courses and a quote and to try to create like you know the word now i don't know if you know this is curate it's yes all the kids are saying it (laughs) you Um, curate i I curated my outfit today it you know it was it's very handsome yeah the tuxedo did come through so listeners uh, it is pretty average (laughs) (laughs) it's funny i don't hear one thing coming out of my headphones but you know it's really fun if you really you know, like someone or love someone to create a menu that's tailored to them that has the, all the courses and where everything comes from. And then like a quote or something, if you, if you're so inclined, it would be so fun to do that for your kids. It would be like, here are, here is pasta with butter from the, (laughs) from somebody on TikTok who said something that you say all the time. (laughs) That's really sweet. Kristen, did you get anything for Valentine's day yet? I did. uh, What did I get? Oh, yeah. You know what? I did. I got these really cute rings that have the birthstones of all my children on them. That sounds like of all my children. (laughs) (laughs) But that's lovely, especially because he's not the father of your children. Yes, that's true. And he is so committed (gasps) to them and knows how much they mean to you. Like, that's very special. It's very special. Oh, I love that. I know, but I couldn't tell what it was at first because it was super dark. And I so I didn't realize that they were the actual birthstones of my children. <laughs> so then I learned that, and I thought it was very sweet. Oh, I like that. Yes. Um, I got some beautiful flowers, and he shopped locally because he knows that's important to me to support a local independent florist or deli. I'm not sure which. <laughs> <laughs> and... Okay, best partner ever. Okay. We are going to see Birds of Prey tonight because he knows I need <gasps> oh. to see men being beat up by some women tonight. Wow. <laughs> and so what a great partner who's like, yeah, let's see Birds of Prey, which is only keeping with our tradition. Like, I think two years ago we saw Deadpool on Valentine's <laughs> Day. So I, I like, like the way you I like the so way you guys romantic. work. Yeah, yeah it's just not. We do not have to go to River Cafe and do the overpriced, like, cheap champagne menu. And, you know, I, I'm with you. I like doing something, like, special and meaningful to you, whatever that is, a ring, a special menu or us just chilling at the Alamo Draft House in the reclining seats in the first row. Nice. <laughs> just don't fall wait. asleep. That's my problem with those seats. Oh, never. Yeah. Really? No. no I crash like out, DC, man. Oh, well, you're not big on the comic movies. <laughs> you would probably fall asleep. So, Rob, I know we talked about this on our Valentine's Day episode a couple weeks ago. I'm sure you've heard it since you listen to Spawned Weekly. I do. Religiously. I have a Spawn tattoo. I, I, can't, I can't tell you oh, where it is. <laughs> can't tell you where it is. But anyone who comes on three times, didn't you say they have to get a Spawn tattoo? Yes, we will That's for part it. of the initiation. <laughs> yep. So we talked about that as moms, the whole lingerie, dinner out, sexy Valentine's thing, as you can tell, has been kind of replaced by the celebration of Valentine's Day with our kids. And it takes on totally different meaning. And we're actually okay with that. Like, it's kind of fun to translate all that energy you might have had when you were, like, single and in your 20s to, you know, your children and their enjoyment of giving and benevolence and love. But we know it can be kind of hard to walk the line. Your kids are a little older now. But, Mm -hmm. you know, when they're younger, did you... Did you manage to find the balance somehow? Did you make, was it more about the kids and then you came back to the sexy at-home menus? Or? Liz, I don't know if you ever heard of a thing called divorce, but uh, <laughs> it's a new thing. Uh, no, I, I think, honestly, I think I did, t- we did too much around the kids because I think it's so much fun. First of all, the kids uh, are fun, and, but they're also really needy. You know, kids are so needy, you know, you, know. you've got to feed them all the time and change their clothes. Um, you know. <laughs> What's with that? Get a bail bondsman. Uh, (laughs) At least it's happened in my biological family. So uh, I think, I think. The thing was, we you know you concentrate so much on your kids, but you have to have that separate thing too. And it doesn't have to. What I think is really fun is those things don't 
there's so much pressure. Like you see people on Christmas and Thanksgiving and Valentine's and people are just freaking out because it's so much pressure on that one day. I think it's fun to say, okay, for the kids, we'll do Valentine's Day, but then definitely book the week later when the, everything's kind of calmer and do something cool that's more particular to you, don't you think? Yes, I, I think that's great. I, I mean, we always say holidays, especially through divorce, which is a word I've heard a couple times before you mentioned it today. Oh, okay, I thought it was that, the first I've never, one. I've never heard it. When you have no. blended families and step-parents and different grandparents and stuff, like ho- holidays for us are when you make them. And so Christmas isn't always on Christmas. Right. And Hanukkah isn't always on Hanukkah. And New Year's is pretty much on New Year's. <laughs> but other than that, we really break it up. <laughs> We're going to celebrate 2020 tonight. We could. Well, the resolutions often come in later, but that's really that's my true. problem. That's um, true. But yeah, but no, I'm totally with you. Like if you can't do Valentine's Day, I mean, this year it's on a Friday, so it's a little easier for yeah. us. Yeah. But if you can't, like make it the next week. Make it when the kids are off at the grandparents over President's Weekend or Because people are exhausted. The other thing is like you're so exhausted when the kids the kids have to for, bring 8,000 Valentines yes. to their school. Oh, yeah. Right? Or they get expelled. Um, <laughs> or, you know, and then they have, you know, they have all these contests and they have flower grams. You know, I taught school for 25 years. Yeah. But I look great. And so uh, – <laughs> Remarkably, so, considering I, teaching school, for I know. you look great, but average clothing. That's right. <laughs> well, it's the neck up that counts, you know, the doctors and all that lifestyle stuff I've been doing. Uh, you know, I think everyone's so exhausted at the end of that because you want to be a great parent, you want to celebrate, you want to be, you don't want to be the one who doesn't send them with whatever to school. So by the time it's your time when the kids gone to bed, everyone's just exhausted. So if you don't create a separate time, then I think it really then you, and it also just feels uneventful and like you didn't do anything and, and that and over the years that can sort of weigh in were you like life. the competitive parent though because i never was like there were the parents that came in with like the fancy die cut valentine's day each folded into like origami hearts and with like little kisses and my favorites are the I, ones where people take photos with a kid with their hand out and then they slide the lollipop into the photo oh yeah like, yeah. yeah i'm like wow the, that's i a know lot of work. and we look we share those those are really popular yes, on that's cool true. Mom picks, we do but i'm a fan of what can we cut out mm-hmm. and give yeah mine was always <laughs> you know my my wife at the time was really artistic and did all that stuff but if she couldn't do it i, I would be like yeah, that's good enough. You know, I was the good enough guy. Like, yeah, just spell their name right. You know, <laughs> yes. What I worried about was leaving a kid out because that was always the drama as a teacher. So I didn't really care about the elaborate nature. I just didn't want us to forget one kid. You were a good dad. More people should think, be more concerned about like not leaving kids out as opposed to like how much credit can I get on Instagram for my fabulous Valentine's. I do. I think I like it's that. also nice to let your kids make their own things too. I mean, yeah. this year Bridget made all of her own cards and she folded them up herself Aww. and she wrote every single one. And she told me that on the ones where she liked the people, she's she said that you were very nice, kind, sweet to all. But for the people she didn't like, she just said you were very kind, nice, or sweet, period. Oh, wow. she's okay, so but she wants to make everyone feel good. Everyone but needs not to feel good. like overdo it with the compliment. Yes, exactly. And how old is she now? Ten? Nine. Nine. Wow. Well, that's a good age. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the only one that I've had who had to do uh Valentine's Day cards this year. So basically, just to sum up what you said, you still want the sex. <laughs> wait, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Was I'm there sorry. a segue I missed? Wow. I, I've only had a little bit of wine, but what? I had a lot. Something just <laughs> broke inside me, and I don't know what it is. But uh, I don't know what just happened. All right. Well, anyway. So basically, Valentine's also for adults. Yes. Thank it you, doesn't Liz. just have to be for Liz, the kids. Liz is my, she's, yes. I'm translating. I'm and turning Kristen. down. And I think, <laughs> I think sometimes if all you do is the kids stuff, you suck all that other part of your life away from that. So I think you really do have to concentrate on your relationship in addition to, you I mean. You can't take each other for granted. No. And also, sometimes you just want to be, so, we're so much pressure to be good parents that we overdo it. We go crazy. And, and we don't need to. We can hold a little energy and a little stuff for ourselves, right? We don't have to give everything to our kids. I love that. You know. And it's not about the gift. Like, I, my partner knows that, like, I'm all about the card. I'm like, I don't care if you get me anything at all. I want a card. And, like, so then he knows. There's, like, the tradition where he gives me the card and I open it. On the first word, I'm, like, sobbing on the card Aww. and crying. And it's always so heartfelt and sweet. And, like, I don't – like, that's what matters to me is just reminding each other that, like, you matter and I don't take you for granted and we are good in each other's lives. And I, Let's talk about the sex. Okay. So speaking of speaking of the sex, drink some more wine. Stop crying. Um, okay. So since you're a dude, <clears throat> presumably. I am today. And we figured dude. we would ask you the questions about, let's see. We have so many questions to ask 
a man. Not that we don't have men we can ask, but well, you're sitting right here. So, okay. So let's just go through a couple of these scenarios, if you will. I will. A woman buys herself lingerie as a gift for her partner. Is that really a gift for him? Well, yes. <laughs> See? Oh, I think so, too. No, That's no, why no. I put it in our roundup of, like, cool <laughs> gifts for men. <laughs> I was like, lingerie. Hello? Why, why would that not be a gift? Do you mean, do you mean in terms of overall credit? Like, yes. Do you, do you think you should give, not you particularly, but women should give men a lingerie and, like, a lawnmower? Like, we should have... <laughs> Both? Is that a euphemism? Well, no. it's like even though she's <laughs> that what the, the one, are using these she's days wearing now. the lingerie, but it's kind of like saying this is a gift for you, baby, yeah. which is not the same as a man being like, here's the Nintendo controller I've wanted yeah. for yeah. you. Here's a crock pot. <laughs> so, so I guess there's the crock pot. Cook me something, woman. Well, where do you think I wash the kids' clothes? The crock pot is the best. <laughs> I, think, I think that's, that's, that's what you do in an instant pot. Oh, I don't think you do I, that in I'm a crock not, pot. I'm not up. Crock pots are so easy to use. Turn them on and off. Okay. But I, but I think... But I I do think that if if a woman does buy lingerie for the man, then the man has to has to be some return, right? The man has to do something that's equally sexy or romantic or something. They can't give you a microwave or a vacuum. That would right? that's not a, a relationship where you're connecting or vibing, as my kids would say. No, you're not really seeing each other as they say. You know, I yeah. live in Santa Fe, so we talk. No, about we've it. always <laughs> we always joke about the worst pitches we get for Valentine's. Oh. Uh, we have okay. We okay. try not to out brands because we no. know. Look, PR people are doing their best they can, and we know that sometimes they have clients who are like. Like, find a way to pitch this for Valentine's Day. And we've been pitched like Jiffy Lube oil change gift cards, like crazy Ooh, stuff. You know like what that. my favorite this year, my though, okay. this year we might have gotten the favorite. Get ready. Butt paste. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. like for the kids. <laughs> the diaper rash stuff. Yeah, the yes. diaper rash stuff. I may still have Literally. some around the house. They're like, show your baby you love them and get them butt paste. I was like, okay, if a baby's still using butt paste, they're not really paying attention to <laughs> Valentine's Day at this point. You can probably save your money. <laughs> Yeah, that was the winner this year. That was, that was the winner. The winner. Yay, we always we always have lots. Okay, let's continue on this whole you're speaking for all men. Oh, I like that. Um, <laughs> and so go what well. do you think dads really want for – who wrote this question? <laughs> Did I write this? Yeah, I think so. Okay. What do you think dads really want for Valentine's Day other than maybe not having to stress about what to get their partners for Valentine's Day? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. I think it's a multi-tiered question. I think – I think what I think dads would want, first of all, which I think moms want too, is like a little bit of a break, right? Mm -hmm. Where you can actually sit down with each other and talk and enjoy your life without racing to the next thing. I find that a lot when I talk to dads. They're like, I don't have a t I don't have time for myself or my partner, right? Or my yeah. whatever. So I think that's really important to give the person like some time on their own and then together. And I don't think that happens a lot. I think for Valentine's day, because absolutely. I always think for father's day that like, you know, if he wants to like go off and do whatever with the dudes or by himself for a day, that's like, I, don't you think, I'm you don't not, think Valentine's I'm, day should be about connecting? I, and it should, but I think we're like, there's an interesting thing like working this new job I'm working about output versus input mm -hmm. that if you, if you're putting out all the time, mm -hmm. that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> High five. <laughs> we should have a bell. <laughs> Right, little buzzer. John, get ready, ready. John, hold, on. A sound Wait, hold on. No, oh, terrible. she's trying to. I'm trying to ring. I'm no. you're asking. Okay, okay. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying. I'm not saying. There, it, you there you go. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not advocating the guy needs to go like do 14 hours of paintball before yeah. that. What I'm oh, saying I, is, I didn't. I didn't know you were going to go to paintball. But anyway, carry on. Pay, paintball. <laughs> That's I, what I, she I, said. I, I know. Paintball. 14 hours of. I thought you were going to go 14 hours of, but then you went to paintball, and that's uh -huh. anyway. Paintball. I hardly know you. So. Uh, so it doesn't have to be 14 hours. No, of half an hour, an hour, like just to say, go off and just be chill for a sec and then let's get together and the same with mom because mm -hmm. I think we we pack one thing into the next thing and it's not very romantic to go from like taking your kids to piano lessons da, 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 and then say okay now we have to be romantic Yeah, I think that's a problem and then everyone sees that as a disaster and they get really discouraged about being in a relationship so if you could say like hey let's each have a time maybe unplugged or whatever take, let's take a half an hour then let's come together and figure out what we want to do together I love that and th honestly that's why we like movies because you can just lose lose yourself in the theater for two hours and then you like 
hold hands. And by yeah. the end, you don't even remember what was on MSNBC two hours before. <laughs> like, it really gets you out of your head. Absolutely. And I think that's nice. Like, sometimes, I know I've heard this from a lot of couples, they go out for Valentine's dinner, and what do they end up talking about? The kids, yep. the stuff we have to do. Yeah. We, we got to remember to send that permission slip tomorrow. Uh, like, it's, it's, I think you kind of have to force yourself not to be on duty. <laughs> you know, I've, and I've done this on dates in Santa Fe where you hike and the way up on the hike. So let's say it's an hour, half an hour up or 40 minutes and half an hour, 40 minutes down. On the way up, you walk together silently and you're just quiet. No phones, no, you're not even talking to each other. You're just sort of being in nature. You're being present. You're waking up and on the way down, then you talk. And the talking is so much more meaningful on the way down if you didn't gab about the kids all the way up. That's lovely. Also, I really, Kristen's like, no, she's like, I do not, do not like, do not like. No, I think that's really nice. Also, because I think a sign of a good relationship is that you can be alone together. Absolutely. Like I've always said that, like that you can sit on the couch and play games on your phones separately together or read or whatever you're doing but like to be alone together i think is a really Mm -hmm. positive thing like you don't feel like you have to fill the gaps and you're in the same space you're breathing the same air there's something great about that robert gets a high five Uh, oh i get a high five not fine not i like that (laughs) that was a reluctant one from chatty kathy (laughs) yeah i don't know about the silence okay so speaking of romance how do you like that segue yeah you're both nodding your head so smooth velvet your new project is very romantic it is quite romantic yes okay so it's called meet cute and it was my cool pick of the week a couple weeks ago and it's officially live today i've raved about it i love it it's all about romance it's so perfect that you're launching today so tell us more about it so it's uh it's pretty amazing it's these 15 minute rom-coms audio rom-coms and each one is broken up into five chapters and each chapter is only three minutes long so it's great so if you're on your way to the grocery store you're on the train you can hear this 50 minute 15 minute rom-com that goes from the meet cute which you guys probably know but matt not everybody may know meet cute is the connective moment where you know liz and i are at the the grocery store and we're reaching for the same piece of fruit and our hands touched and we get a connection that's called a meet cute (laughs) yeah or in films it's like the moment that the couple who's going to have a relationship eventually the first time they meet and it's usually some cute right not like M E A T cued. Like no. you said on the it's last pod. Packing district. <laughs> that's a whole different That's a whole different podcast. Oh, that's, that's, on the other, that's on the other side no, of the street. No, I meet cute. You can you can look it up. It's a term I actually was not familiar with until it's, yeah, recently. It's a, it's a traditional romance rom com thing. But anyway, so they've been really fun. People are really loving them because uh, you know, our slogan's hope for the whole world, you know? Oh. Mm-hmm. Which which Right now, yeah. it's such a tough time to be alive, right? Yes. So for you to take 15 minutes, like you said, to lose yourself in romance and fantasy and humor, they're super funny. Uh, it's great. And people love it. And they're small enough that they can do it on the way to the grocery store. And, and I like that smile. it's, you know, they're all connected. It's like cereal, but without like the murder stuff. <laughs> yeah, we try, <laughs> to, keep, we try to keep the murder out of the love. You know? that, that's the sixth chapter. You it's don't not, these are not like Harlequin romances. These no, are real, like real, funny. Real, right. Yeah. Re- real situations, real, real kind of people. Uh, and very conversational, very intimate, really fun. Yeah. yeah. And, and very diverse characters. It's and like modern love to me. Like, I is. think people want to yeah. hear these like, like charming real life stories. Like I always, I mean, Modern Love, I think some of our listeners may know this, Modern Love, which is on Amazon. That was based on the back page of the New York Times Mm -hmm. Sunday Magazine where they used to do single page, wonderful kind of only in New York stories about relationships and they were great and they were like every single one you could see a movie being made out of it so yeah, I, I, I like heard, that you're taking this same. into a different medium yeah and what's great about it is also it was like rom-coms don't have to be just you grant you know it could be we have all these different writers writing for us we have we have meet cutes happening uh you know in an emergency room in arizona or we have one that is happening in a catering event between two women who fall in love you know we have all these different writers from all these different places and we're saying wouldn't it be great for for people from uh different parts of 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 america actually we have a couple people from the uk writing their own version of a rom-com from where they live and their own experience rather than where hollywood would think and where do the ideas come from are they based on true stories or are they just all kinds of writers with all different inspirations some you know we actually have some first time writers where i've met people and and what's really great and kind of creepy but i can now go <laughs> like when i'm in a bar or i'm in a play like you know in a at a japanese bathhouse in santa fe i can ask people who i see or obviously in love or deep lust i can say to them look i write for this rom-com uh, audio thing can you tell me how you fell in love 
I can't tell you how amazing the stories are. Everyone's got one. And so I've grabbed a few people that their stories were almost perfect in terms of the way they tell them. And I've sat down and worked with them and written a script for their first time. They've never written a script before. And they've already been produced. I, I mean, think how that's cool lovely. is that? And I think you're right. Like, I think we all need a break. Like, it's mental health <laughs> breaks yeah. to be able to just listen to something positive and hopeful and charming. And tell me the tagline again. It's called Hope for the Whole World. Hope for the Whole World. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's so good. Yeah. I'm going to get all weepy again. Well, that's just, like, why with my it was my, I'm just saying. I'm like ahead of the times because that's why it was my cool pick of the week. <laughs> so, do you think that we need like more realistic portrayals of relationships, like in media and audio and podcasts and TV? Um, or do you think like the fantasy is kind of great too? You know, I don't know if we're sat- really saturated right now with realism, like almost to the point of, like you said, like murder. Everyone's listening to yeah, murder. Yeah, or like marriage story that I couldn't get through. Oh, we didn't either. I, couldn't, I, we I was wait, like, wait, wait, time you... out. Let's start a club because I couldn't get through it wait, either. Wait, are you serious? I, I thought I was the only one. I was eyeing the bleach in my cabin and went <laughs> to drink it. I was halfway. I yeah, really I do want to finish seeing it, yeah. mostly for Laura Dern. But I, right. but I'm, uh, yeah, I'm halfway through Laura. it, and and I was like, I have the sweat. Yeah, I, I am really me uncomfortable. Too. I'm getting sweaty right now. I was I having had, flashbacks to my dad not letting me watch Kramer versus Kramer as a kid because my parents divorced like a month before that came out. Like it was like yeah. all this stuff. I I know I'm sure it's great. I want to finish it, but I can't. Okay, yeah. I'm so feeling seen right now. No, no, I couldn't make it. I called friends and said, don't don't watch it. Sorry, Noah. Bombuck or whatever your name is or Netflix. <laughs> but I called a lot of friends who were really? through horrible divorces and I said, don't do it. Sorry. I didn't think it was worth it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. My kids were like, what's the big deal? Why can't we see it? I was like, TikTok videos. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> so even, I don't even know. Like looking at it and how much it reminded me of certain things. I didn't even know if it was a movie. You know what I mean? It felt like, it felt like, you know. This was, is your life. Exactly. Some, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. some version of that, you know. But yeah. it, but, but, it, but it, I think also that stuff is cathartic and it's ha- it, it has be. its place. I, le- I like great scripted entertainment of all kinds. So I, I appreciate that kind of stuff. But we also just did a post on Cool Mom Picks of like six surprising rom-coms that you can watch with your kids on Valentine's Day mm-hmm. since it's, you know, Friday night and a lot of us are at home and sitters right. are expensive. And I talked about like Scott Pilgrim versus the world. And right. I talked Super about fun. Hairspray. And there's so many movies that you don't necessarily think of as romantic comedies, but they have romance and they're funny and they're charming and your kids will like them. And it's not just, you know, when Harry met Sally. No. <laughs> and it's amazing to meet writers also who, I mean, who've watched so many of those rom-coms that that is in their blood almost. Like they know those stories or at least they know the structure. So for writing, they sort of intuitively find their way through them. Yeah. I love movies. Like I, you know me. I'm I'm I do. Big, I'm a big super movie. Super entertainment junkie. I'm What's the big... last good movie you saw? I did go see, I can't say last good movie, but I did see uh, uh, Birds of Prey with my son. Okay, don't tell me because I'm, I'm seeing not tonight. Tell you. No spoilers. And where I live in Santa Fe, it's pretty great. Within a five minute walk from my house, there's a movie theater called The Violet Crown, which came out of Austin. Like one of those state of the art, 20 beers on tap, great food. Oh, yeah, that's like what we're doing but tonight. Right Alamo a, Draft House. But right across the street is George R. R. Martin's from Game of Thrones Theater called the Jean Cocteau, right oh, yes, across the I, street. I know George R. R. Martin. Do, do you know George? <laughs> oh, know. yes. Okay. Not, not personally, but you know. Oh, okay. Well, I, I don't every know every episode everybody. twice. Well, I see him. He's he's sort of a fixture in Santa Fe. We see him. I have a lot of pictures with him and my son, and he's in an old time baseball uniform. Uh, when we took my son to see Bad News <laughs> Bears, so George. Well, George Martin was standing in front of the theater when he first reopened it, holding like cupcakes in the shape of baseballs showing Bad News Bears and he's in an old-timey baseball thing and oh I was like George gosh. I gotta get a photo with my son he's like okay that's kind of how he talks <laughs> oh my um, god I and know, he, you just see fun. him like walking around all over the place like Austin like the, him Matthew McConaughey and like Alex Jones. You just see him around. <laughs> yeah, right. The thing is, you don't ask him, and we're tangential, but you don't ask him about like when's the next book coming out because he will use profanity if you're 80 or eight years old. Like he's not taking that anymore. Yeah. Like when people are like, why aren't you writing? Like, he's earned that. Uh, look, he's yeah. earned that. Like how much can that. you write? Like I feel like J.K. Rowling's earned that. Like at some point, Stephen King's earned that. Like leave them alone. Let leave them, them do alone. their thing when they're ready. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So cool. So that was the last good movie. So we're going to no, see that something. wasn't. I don't know. Or that okay, not a great movie. I, I, you know what? I don't care. No, let, no, me, no. let me ask you one thing. The only spoiler I want to know: Does a woman hurt a bad man at any point? 
at, at every point. Good. I'm done. I'm ready. I'm <laughs> all right. Like... So before we we do have like a fun little quick answer round here, just because we're all in the same room together drinking wine, we did have a few questions from our readers that I think we should get to. Yeah. Okay. So Amy wants to know, what do you do about those cranky Valentine's Day Grinches who talk about its sordid history, about its actual, like the history. St. Valentine's. Yes, St. Yes. Valentine's. massacre. Yes, and then they ruin it for all the happy in love people who just want to have sex. Well, duct tape, I think, is a good start. <laughs> uh, no, just uh, no, not duct tape, packing tape. Um, no, I think you know. I think because you can be you can be a drag. Think about our, the world we live in. It's based on a lot of heartache. So you can easily say, I don't do X because here's the history of that, right? I think what we talked about before is reinventing it rather than just saying poo-poo and that stinks and I don't like that it's created by a company and blah, blah, blah. Create your own stuff. Yes. Absolutely. Every family I know that's happy and every relationship I know that's happy have rituals that they've created that, that that's all their own. Well, like every May we do X. We go outside and we do this or we build this or so, you know, put that back on that person and say, you know, I get it. You don't this is this is charged for you, but can we create something else? And it can be really hard if you're single and not feeling good about that or at a tough place in your life. I totally empathize. But I was someone who I didn't meet my kid's dad till I was 34. Like I was single till I was 34. I enjoyed it very much. I made the most out of it. It wasn't so bad to be single in New York. But like that was old. Like all my friends were already married and many had kids. But I had a best friend. And before there was a word for Galentine's Day, exactly. we went to all the lesbian restaurants every year together as a couple so that they would treat us really nicely. <laughs> and they would give us, you know, champagne and roses. And like we, we weren't pretending to be lesbians. We just knew that we would be like comfortable and enjoying our time together. And like no one would look at us funny and we made that our tradition and it was really fun and yeah I'm with you I think a lot of people do that make it what you need it to be and if you want to do it with friends like I know so many people now especially younger generations are more and more around friends so it doesn't have to be the straight usual Valentine's Day you can bring a bunch of friends and go have fun and have a good time and it doesn't have to have stress that you don't have a date or have a date or go like you know volunteer do something good for somebody else that makes you feel love you know it doesn't have to be about romance yeah I just feel like what's so wrong about having a day that reminds you to like say you love someone you know like really you're gonna get angry about that well I understand. People are different places in their lives. And sometimes when you're having, feeling bad about yourself, it's hard to feel good for other people. That's true. I've been there. But that's why you can send black roses. That's why you can send those black tulips, right? That's true. You know, or or name name a cockroach after your ex. Like, there are those things that you can do. Wait, that's a thing? It's totally a thing. Yes. Wow. You guys know everything. Yeah. We know. We We do. We We do. We are. Okay, so Corinthia has a good question, and you are you were a teacher, so this is perfect for you. How do you think Valentine's Day expectations, like school activities in particular, have changed over the years? I, I know a lot of teachers who say it's like the hardest day to teach, actually. Valentine. Really? Yeah, because there's so much monkey business. Like, there's so <laughs> monkey much... Monkey business? Have you heard of monkey there's business? Shenanigans, there's shenanigans, Kristen. Yes, there, all this tomfoolery. Well, there's there's hullabaloo happening in the halls. so much hijinks <laughs> and uh, pepper games. Um, oh, it's bananas. Oh, it's kooky bananas. You can't believe what the kids are up to shaking their things on the beach. Um, no, like, there's so much, like... It, it becomes a day that teachers sort of loathe because everyone's running around giving each other roses and candies and people are being left out. It's just the hard part is like you're still expected as a teacher to teach on those days. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like trying to teach in the middle of a riot, you yeah. know? Yeah, you're so, just basically a wrangler. So, but like a point. riot filled with chocolate kisses. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And, <laughs> and dum-dum I mean? lollipops. It doesn't, yeah. But haven't a lot of schools cut out the holidays yeah. or cut out the candy part? I, like, think, I know I there think, are a lot of like new yeah. candy schools And also now, at, right? at, at all my kids' schools, you have to give Valentine's to everyone. Yes. You cannot pick I and choose. I think that's that's my favorite yes. of the everybody gets a trophy generation yes. rules. No, right. no, no. I, I love that. than the everyone gets no, a no, trophy. No, 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 no. But I mean, sure. of the generation where we're like looking up you for everybody. Go? And we want, <laughs> <laughs> I'll we go. want We want everyone to be included. Yes, I absolutely. think that's the best possible one because you can give to everybody and like what Bridget did, mm-hmm. you don't have to put I love you on every single card. It's not about making kids hug put, and love people they don't like. Someone loves you. Yes, your someone mo- loves your you. Your mother loves you. Yes. Maybe. You must be nice to someone at some point in your life. <laughs> Love, right. Bridget. You will have one minute of your life of glory. The rest is downhill. 
<laughs> and by the way, I would like to thank Corinthia. Speaking of love, I love Corinthia, and I want to thank her for that question because she has been one of our most engaged and amazing listeners and true. participants in this Bond podcast and community. And she's a violinist, and so I'm, she's I wonderful, and I'm grateful for you, love. Corinthia. So I want to put that out there, and it's not just the wine speaking. <laughs> <laughs> the tiny bit of wine. All right, so should we go through our quick answer round? Liz? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, okay. this is like our quick ding, ding, ding. Like okay, we don't have round. a dinger. We don't okay. have, I mean. And anyway. I have not looked at these. Oh, I haven't really ooh, written down have any a dinger. answers. An angel just got its wings. <laughs> Every time the bell rings. <laughs> Someone got a kiss on Valentine's Day. Okay. <laughs> that was right. good. That was pretty good. Yeah, I can do, I can do a few impressions. Oh, I like time. it. Uh-oh, give her a little more wine. A little more wine. I can you do Bart Simpson just, for y'all. Just do a, sh- a show full of impressions. <laughs> Oh, that, that would be, be. We would lose every listener ever, but we would have a good time. Okay, wait, we would make you guess. I'd be like, "Wait, what is it?" And you're like, "You'd be like John Wayne." I don't know, Justin Timberlake. I don't know. Who are you trying to be? That's because your dog face pony soldier. <laughs> <laughs> for you political Lance, junkies out Lance there. Sakes. Okay, okay, let's jump right in. Okay, so, quick answer round. Let's start with what is your favorite. Chocolate. Guest goes first. All right, place in Santa Fe, New Mexico called Cacao. Wait, I'm, I'm not allowed to Sorry. get uh, Cacao. <laughs> and they have these little truffles with sage and dark chocolate. Wow. <laughs> I feel embarrassed about mine now. What's yours? When I was in Iceland two summers ago, <laughs> I, I met a man. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Like, I'm like literally <laughs> eagerly leaning over the table, like I'm, really. I'm in a man in the back of a van, <laughs> and I'm a poet. <laughs> no, a hundred grands, a hundred grands are the wow. best chocolate. Second, oh second, uh, Milky yes? Way, mid- Milky Way midnights. Okay, okay. Well, so I'll see your sage truffle, and I will raise you. A, a mass-produced candy bar, Liz. Well, there are a lot of cool brands on Cool Mom Eats that we've written about, like small companies, and I love them all. But as far as like the big fancy pants, overpriced Belgian chocolates, Toysher. I'm a Toysher champagne oh, truffle yes. fan. Ooh. But I don't care what brand it's from or how much it costs. Any kind of like melty caramel inside chocolate is good by me. Yes, I agree. And I should have said that any chocolate fed to me by Ryan Reynolds, I would eat. So. <laughs> Which happens every year. So <laughs> yeah. as you know, One of that's these an years. excellent experience. One of these the, years. The Iceland experience. <laughs> okay. With, with apologies to his wife. Favorite wine, Liz. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So again, if I'm going fancy pants, I like a really good Barolo if someone else is paying. But um, I am recently into Barbera d'Alba, which is a mm. nice, not too expensive Italian wine that I always have in the house. I guess I'm into the Italian wines lately, Italian mm. reds. So that's that's my favorite okay. this time of year. I go I go a little more white and rosé over the summer. Yes, but you Barbera d'Alba, D-apostrophe Alba. Look for it. It's It's really good. Like it's the kind of thing you have it and you're like, I need to buy a case now. Which I have done. <laughs> What's your favorite wine? Um, let me look at the bottle in front of me. <laughs> this is a very good wine. I don't know. I don't have a favorite wine. Actually, I do. I'm going to open the bottle now while I'm sitting here. Um, because of you, Liz, I like Gavi's. <gasps> Gavi is yes. that's my summer wine. Gavi okay. and Sancerre, those are my summer wines. So that's very I'm not nice. a wine person. If you couldn't tell from the last thirty seconds of me talking, but Rob, it was your question. You were it was, it was just I'm like going for the Valentine's Day thing, you know, chocolate wine. Cool, Rob. Valentine's Day, sparkling wine from New Mexico, Gruet. Do you guys know Gruet? I do not. It's no. in all your stores here. It's ridiculously priced here, but it's these French winemakers who found the exact same champagne sort of. Uh, conditions in southern New Mexico. Really? They make the best sparkling wine in America, hands down, called Gruet. Uh, I am going to get some cheese. She likes the sparkling. G-R-U-E-T. Amazing. Gruet. French family came to New Mexico years ago. So they're sneaky. They're like, we're going to sound like French champagne, but it's really sparkling wine. Because, as our listeners know, because they're all wine fans, you can't call it champagne unless it's from the champagne region of France. Yes, Yes. I also speak French better when I have drinks. <laughs> it's, I think we all do. That and the impressions. We sound, okay. we sound, everyone sounds better. Too. What's the next question? Okay, favorite date night idea. Let me guess, somewhere in New Mexico. No. <laughs> silent hikes. <laughs> A I did, silent hike. I, 
Why is that so funny? What, the silent hike or New Mexico? <laughs> well, I love the silent hike. I'm not kidding. I'm going to do, gonna I'm gonna do uh, it. I'm going to do it right after this. I'm going <laughs> to take a silent hike right back to We're Manhattan. Williamsburg. We'll <laughs> hike up the stairs to the subway. Going, going, not talking. Not, not talking in the subway is not a silent hike. I just want to, you don't get Damn. credit for that. But okay. I'm, st- I'm going to stick with my silent hike. I think it's a great day. Wow. I like that. For okay. night, date and night, you yeah. would do a nighttime hike? Headlamps, full moon. Ooh, <laughs> okay. romantic. I like that. You know, again, like I'm a movie person. I love, I feel, feel like it's very indulgent to go to a movie theater. So I love Me date too. night, especially at Alamo, which I keep talking about, Alamo yeah. Draft House, because they serve you food and booze at, yep. or milkshakes, really good milkshakes at your um, little tables in your seat while you're watching the movie. So it's like dinner and a movie during the movie. I love that. But like as far as like a real, like a bigger thing, I'm a big fan of the weekend B&B away. Oh, yes. Mm. Yes. Very much. That's not just a night. That's a few nights. Yeah, that's a few nights. But that's, you know, one night just rolls right into the next. If you pick wisely. Yes. (laughs) How about you? I'm a fan of the talking walks. (laughs) 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 Where you walk together with someone and talk with them. No, um, I was going to say I like activities. Surprise. Um, So like axe throwing, anything where I can. Axe throwing. Axe throwing. Axe throwing. I mean, not at your, hopefully not at your person. (laughs) Uh, Like um, games, any darts, any kinds of. (laughs) Someone gave me a gift card to some place where you break things. Yes. (gasps) That would be amazing. You break plates and yeah, all that. Yeah, you crochet. And I just, yeah. I yes. cannot wait to use that. But I don't think that of that as a date. I think of that as like a girl date. Yeah. Like I want to do that with you, Kristen. <laughs> okay, we need to break. go. We're going like, to break it up. Shit. Yeah, I'm all for it. No, I, I kind of, I like, you know, play, like competitive Have you been things. to a place like that? I They have one in Albuquerque. I haven't been, but I have thrown the hatchets. You have. I have thrown the hatchets, yeah. yeah. 40 Wax, is that it? There's a place. Excuse me? There's a place called 40. I think it's called 40 Wax, Yeah, probably. There's one near me. In New York? Something yes. like that. I yeah, I just, I, so to me, that would be activity. doing things, activity. You're yes. very active With that sharp way. things, apparently. I'm clearly anyway. very passive. Okay. Yeah. I just want to like lie in a bed and breakfast or lie in a movie theater chair. <laughs> just go for one. <laughs> you want to be in Mexico. <laughs> so uh, your favorite romantic song, Ron? Oh, I have two. Oh. I was talking about Rhett Miller um, of the old 97s. He had a solo album called Our Love. I love his that song. But also that Magnetic Feel song, um, The Book of Love. Do you know that one? Oh, yeah. The Book of Love is cool. Long and Boring. That's a good one. Yeah, it's a really good one. I it's like a great that. song. And there's there's a couple great covers of that song too. You know what? I'm gonna make that on my Valentine's playlist. I don't really have a Valentine's playlist. <laughs> I just said that to try to sound cool. I'm really not cool at all. We would totally have believed you. <laughs> yeah, that I mean you do sound you did sound really cool there for a second. Um, <laughs> How about you? Favorite romantic song? Um Kristen? so I'm a fan of uh, Ray how do you say his name? Ray Lamontagne. La Montaigne, someone help me out. Montaigne, I feel like Liz right now. <laughs> that, that man. That man. Montaigne is what I've heard. Really? Montaigne. No, Montaigne. 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 I'm yeah. Montaigne. He's just super sexy and he's got really sweet songs. So, Ooh. you know. Anyway. That's so a, my totally expected answer is anything Al Green. I have loved Al Green since oh. I was in high school. Love, love, love. But I think the sexiest, most underrated song is Fiona Apple's Criminal. Yeah, that is pretty sexy. But that's like, I just okay, hear but can the we just, opening chords right. and I'm like, I okay. need to do things. Okay, but 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 <laughs> you didn't ask sex song. We said romantic. Well, you know, same. Is it? Well I'm Rob? not that old. <laughs> I take the fifth on that one. I, I do agree about criminal. Speaking for all men, I'd like to say nothing. <laughs> I think they're but I don't know. I think they're similar. That is a hot that is a hot song though. Is, okay, final nice. question. This is a crazy one. We're getting crazy here. Favorite sexy bra color, Liz. Oh, I'm I'm black. Super boring. I'm all about the the black lace. That's it. I know people like red. Some people like the kind of like co- leopard, coquettish print. white, or yeah, the animal. Yeah, I'm yeah. just all about black. Rob, what color bra are you wearing today? I'm, mine have a picture of Danny DeVito on each cup. <laughs> So I go with the Danny DeVito. So Italian, you like? Or Italian, yeah. Italian. Yeah. With his favorite quotes from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, that's, across the band. That's in the back. right, exactly. That's hot now. I don't know if you heard. No, yeah, for real, for real. Yes, for, yes you're speaking for all men. You have two oh, master's degrees. You should know this. Oh, uh, yeah, the master's degrees did nothing for that <laughs> IQ. Um, it taught me how to drink. So uh, let's see. I'm, I'm a red fan. 
Red, okay. Oh, there we go. Red. Red, like waving a cape in front of a bull. It's very metaphorical. <laughs> wait, wait, Seriously. Wait, wait. Who's the bull? Wait. I'm, I'm deconstructing You just this. run with that in whatever um, way it works I'm gonna for you. I'm going to run with the bulls. All right, I'm, I'm going to drink. Do um, <laughs> okay, I, I don't know. I feel like bright colors are good. Bright so any colors. bright color is good. Yeah. Like a baboon's butt. Like, draw your attention in. <laughs> your, your metaphors are flying. I, no, they're not even metaphors. I think uh, there's probably like real like brain science? chemistry. Yeah, reasons to like why we're attracted to certain colors. Yeah. How about baboon how about butt? I say no bra? Ooh. Ooh. Boom. Yeah, right. Wow. Wait, okay. I want to ask John, who's sitting there quietly <laughs> blushing. John, our engineer, favorite bra color. Sexy. Yeah, I, I'm with you, black. Woo! Okay, right, two votes black. for black. Okay, well, Rob, we you're going to stay around for Cool Picks of the Week, right? I would love to. Okay, so before we get to those, let's talk about how people can find you and how people can learn more about Meet Cute, because even though it just launched today, there are a ton of stories already out people can get on. Actually, you can subscribe right now to Meet Cute while you're listening to Spawn. So you're going to s- subscribe to Spawn, leave us a fantastic review, and then subscribe to Meet Cute and leave them a fantastic review that is your that's the way to spread the love and by the way there's, there's I just want to clarify there's kind of two meet cute podcasts is that right so look for the one with the kind of ombre orange and pink that is that's correct. the right one that yes. Is correct. yes yes okay so I kind of I, well, I gave you your spiel for the podcast but feel free to carry on but also where can we find you well meet cute you can find it meetcute.com or uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts right uh, and there's you're right there's about 20 stories already up uh, for, ready for launch and for me, just robertwilder.com is the easiest way. But I'm also on the Facebooks and the Instagram, Robert T. Wilder. Um, and I'd love to, to hear from people about what they think of Meet Cute. That would be great. Cool. And let me ask you one more question. Yes. Just let's close up before we get to Cool Picks of the Week. Okay, then. So after doing all of these cool various rom-coms from all different writers with all different kinds of stories from all over the world, is there like one lesson besides you know, I love the idea about hope for the world. But is there something like you've learned from it all? Yeah, you know, I've learned that love can happen under so many different circumstances, right? Like we have these ideas of our sort of paradigm, but to open up your ideas to say, wow, that could, you know, you can fall in love in the ER. You know, you could fall in love, uh, you know, in all these different places with all these different kinds of people and people can connect in really different ways. And a lot of it's just about being open, right? And being present and being open. And it's so great to read all those stories over and over again. So it actually, you know, ironically has given me hope, right, in a, in a time that doesn't seem so hopeful. I love that. I don't think it's ironic at all. I think mm. it's it's essential to our survival yeah. <laughs> as a species. Absolutely. So that's awesome. That's good advice. Good question, Cool. Liz. I can't wait to listen to more. Thank you, Kristen. Sometimes I come up with one or two. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, now it's time for our Cool Picks of the Week. Cool Picks of the Week. And Rob, you are our guest. I just want to remind you that you did pick a crock pot last time. <laughs> so the pressure is on because we've used this as an example for many of our guests. Actually, you were probably... He's going to be like, Instapot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say this. Guy Roz did pick turmeric and did replace you then for the crock pot as an example of basically you can pick anything. Yeah, you can pick anything. Anything Guy picked turmeric. Yeah. 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 Okay. Are we ready? Yes. yes. I'm, I'm going in the opposite direction of crock pot. Ooh. And also I'm doing this because it's Valentine's Day today. It is. But I guess what I have, I have a thing called a poem. Have you heard of it before? <gasps> oh, a poem. I know, like I know it's gonna be well, it's gonna be a funny poem before everyone turns off. Uh, <laughs> um, it's called it's called Romantic Moment. It's by an American poet who died last year, Tony Hoagland. And I th- I think you'll like the poem. Are you you're reading it to us? I'm reading it to you right now. Oh, okay. Grab your wine glass. Someone's everyone. reading us a poem on Valentine's Day. I know. Day. Here we go. Ready? Okay. Yes. Prepare yourself emotionally. Okay. I'm, I'm All right. studied. Okay. <laughs> Bracing Ro- myself. Romantic moment. After the nature documentary, we walked down into the plaza of art galleries and high-end clothing stores where the mock orange is fragrant and the summer night in the smooth adobe walls glow flesh-like in the dark. It is just our second date and we sit down on a rock holding hands, not looking at each other. And if I were a bull penguin right now, I would lean over and vomit softly (laughs) into the mouth of my beloved. And if I were a peacock, I'd flex my gluteal muscles to erect and spread the quills of my Cinemax tail. If she were a female walking stick bug, she might insert her hypodermic proboscis delicately into my neck and inject me with a rich hormonal sedative before attaching her egg sac to my thoracic undercarriage. 
And if I were a young chimpanzee, I would break off a nearby tree limb and smash all the windows in the plaza jewelry stores. And if she were a Brazilian leopard frog, she would wrap her impressive tongue three times around my right thigh and pummel me lightly against the surface of our pond, and I would know her feelings were sincere. Instead, we sit a while in silence until she remarks that in the relative context of tortoises and iguanas, human males seem to be actually rather expressive. And I say that female crocodiles really don't receive enough credit for their gentleness. Then she suggests that it's time for us to go do something personal, hidden, and human. That's awesome. That's really good. That's your Valentine's Day poem for today. Okay. That was really, I'd just like to say, I got a text on my watch while you were doing that, and I was trying to turn it off, and instead it picked up your microphone, and I think I just texted my boyfriend the word, um, oppressive tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. And he's like, Yes. I don't know what that means. I know he's sitting right now going, what? (laughs) This is the best Valentine's Day ever. (laughs) I would like to change my answer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding. I'm going to take a picture of it and put it on Instagram so you can see I really did do that. That Mm. That was really cool. That was a great cool pick. Now we have a new like quirky cool pick to say, like, look, you could read us a whole poem if you want. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't good. even think it's quirky. I think it's like the gauntlet has been like. No, that's like, amazing. And, and you read now. beautifully, by the way. I can see why your books are so successful. Oh, well, thank you. And why you do so many readings and why people like you as a person. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly. And why you have a friend or two. <laughs> Maybe just Maybe. one. Sure, sure, puddles. Okay. Kristen, what's your cool pick of the week? Um, do you see my lips? You can see them because you're in the same room. I am. As I'm me. looking right at your lips. They look okay. great. That is you know what? Okay, so on Meet Cute, there's like some there's some kissing happening on the podcast. Yeah. And oh. so <laughs> I always like, how do they make the kissing, kissing noises? That wasn't even John and engineering. That was you. That was actually really me. Okay. So this is Buxom. It's actually a lip balm, if you can believe it. And I got it. Buxom is the brand. Buxom is the brand. Okay. Yes. Buxom. You're not like talking about me right now. No, I'm not talking about you. (laughs) I'm talking about Rob. No kidding. So what I like about it is that it actually gives you, it has a lip plumping Whatever that is, formula. Okay, does that work? I've always wondered well, if those does work. it work, Liz? Yeah, you look well. You look, but you always <laughs> Wait, look Liz, good does to it me. Work? <laughs> She's making like duck faces. It's very it really funny, does. and it's like tingly. And um, I'm wearing a very bright color, but they have all different colors, and it's my favorite because you get a lot of color saturation, but also it's a balm, so it doesn't dry you out. I am totally stopping at Sephora after this, and I'm getting some. Yes. I really, I really like it. Yes, looks good on you. Thank it's you. good color. Nice. Okay, Liz, what about you? Oh, yeah. So here's my sexy, hot, mm. hot as anything, Ooh. R-rated, ooh-la-la la pick. Ooh. Voting. Voting is sexy. It is very Vote sexy. in the primary. Please get out there, campaign your heart out for the candidate of your choice that will fix this mess we're in. Because you know what? Voting is sexy. I can assure you of that. And that's my cool pick, is voting in the primary. That's coming up. Don't get sad and don't get depressed and don't get discouraged. Go out and make things happen that you want to happen. I love it. I approve. I approve of that message. Yay. Yay. Well, Rob, (laughs) thank you so much for joining us. I'm so honored. Thank you for having me. And happy Valentine's Day. And happy Valentine's Day to you. Happy Valentine's Day, Rob. We're glad we get to meet you in person finally after all these podcasts. I know. Well, now if if we have you on for a fourth time, don't write any more books or do anything new. Because then we're not going to be... Like, the standard has been set now. It it really has. And hey, now we get to do our outro live, which we never do. (gasps) I We usually do it on a second take. But hey, thank you so much to all of you for joining us for this special live Valentine's Day episode of Spawned. Huge thanks to our engineer right in the room, John Bowen. Okay, so there are a few things that you can do to help us spread the word and support Spawn. Subscribe, which we already told you to do. Download or save our episodes. Leave us a five-star review. And honestly, the best thing you can do, tell a friend or family member about our podcast. If you're on a silent walk, though, make sure it's on the way down the hill. <laughs> or not sign up, language. Right? Yes, that's true. Does that count? Can you do sign language no, on the way up? No, I don't up? think you can. Nope, sorry. No, all right. Okay. 
I tried. And hey, if you're a listener, then you are already part of our Spawned podcast community. But to make it official, you can join us on Facebook. You can find our group from the link on our podcast page or just by searching Spawned Podcast Community. We make it very simple for you on Facebook. We'd love to have you there to chat about everything we talk about here today and anything else at all. Sometimes we even ask you questions like we did about this episode that end up on our podcast. Like, thanks to Amy and Corinthia for giving us those two great questions. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much for listening to Spawn. This is Kristen. And this is Liz. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.